Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children. You know, it's never been more evident now in these times, these unprecedented times, how dependent we all are on technology than we're finding out about during this COVID lockdown and the school closures. And through digital media platforms and apps, we're learning school, we're working our jobs, we're socially connecting. I mean, we're really realizing how dependent we are. But what we're also finding out is it becomes a little bit easier now for digital advertising to kind of identify our kids and try and go after them in their marketing attempts. And so today we're talking about AAP's call for regulation on marketing to children. And joining me is Dr. Yolanda Reed Chasiakos. She's a clinical assistant professor of pediatrics at the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA. And she's the director and medical chief of staff at the Klotz Student Health Center at California State University, Northridge. Dr. Reed, it's such a pleasure to have you join us. I love having you as a guest. So first, let's talk about what you're seeing. Tell us about the changing landscape as a result of all that we're doing today of marketing to children. Well, I'm very glad to be here. And I want to start by by saying in these very challenging times, each and every one of you is a hero. I want everyone to take a deep breath and say, I'm doing the best I can, and it's gonna be okay. I think that's critically important as we're looking at making things better, but realizing right now that things cannot be perfect, things may not even be ideal, but we're gonna do the best we can, and that includes in making some recommendations that I think will help you deal with the realities of what you and your children are facing uh, in having to use online and virtual options, digital media much more than before. It may change our world permanently. We'll have to see how things look on the other side of this horrible pandemic. But we want everyone to be safe and healthy, and we want parents and families to be kind to themselves and each other during this period. Beautiful message. Thank you for that, and keep going. The changing landscape of marketing to children is unfortunately not going in the right direction. Um, We've gone from just television and radio and magazines and newspapers, which children really didn't look at very much, um, to seeing almost a billion dollars in di- for digital advertising in the United States. This is targeted advertising. That's one of the biggest differences. Um, when uh, many of us were younger, we would watch television and the commercials were pretty much the same for all of us, depending on what shows we watch, they targeted a little bit, but otherwise um, the commercials were the same, we would all see them. Now, um, companies, advertising agencies, have the ability to identify and target individuals based on their online use, which is being tracked, unfortunately, much more than we realize, and then targeting advertising specifically to individuals, their interests, their likes, their dislikes, their usage patterns, etc. 
A lot of this monitoring is secret. We don't realize that it's happening. Uh, we and our children could be putting um, privacy settings on our various different apps and our accounts when we're online. And yes, it might keep the general public from being able to access some information that we want to keep private. But the companies, the platforms that we're using, the apps that we're using have ways to track our tastes, our choices, our interests, our surfing, etc., and then can use that data, analyze it, process it, and direct marketing directly to us. And that's one of the biggest differences um, that we have seen. And that makes marketing and advertising very hard to resist. If someone knows what you like or don't like or what your children like and they don't like, they can target their ch your children, they can target you, they can design advertising, choose influencers and influences that will make it more likely for you and your children and teens to purchase a product or an app or spend money or do something that will give these companies a profit. And many times we don't realize this is happening. One way uh, many of you have probably seen, and your children as well, have seen uh, a request. They've notified you when you go on a website that this website uses cookies. Well, cookies are basically, you can think of them as sensors which track what you do online. And that way they can get a picture of you and your tastes and preferences and those of your children and can help design marketing, targeted marketing that can be adaptable. They can find out things about you, where you live, how old you are, your purchasing patterns, your interests. That's a little bit scary and we don't realize that's happening. And we don't really have a lot of research or access to that data. That's kept by the companies that provide the platforms or the apps, um, and they use it to maximize their profits down the road. So should we not be accepting cookies when they say you have to accept cookies? Um, I think one of the things that is a guide for parents and for children and teens is to understand a little bit about what we call digital literacy. Digital literacy means being able to analyze, to understand the media that you're using, to be able to analyze the messages on those media, to be able to identify um, what risks and what benefits are there, and to make positive choices. Some websites will not allow you to access them without accepting cookies. Um, there are ways technically, and certainly uh, it's a little bit beyond the scope of this talk, but there are ways to be able to resist accepting cookies, but uh, sometimes it's necessary to accept cookies, but then um, there are mechanisms of being keeping private about your choices and preferences so that you don't go ahead and lead to um, targeted advertising based on what you do while that website uh, is up. For example, you can clear your history uh, so that they don't know what you've been surfing and what you've been looking at because once they accept cookies, that gives a trigger to the company that they've seen you before, that they've tracked you before, and um, darned if that advertisement for that toy or that app or that piece of clothing that you've wanted doesn't come up as a pop-up ad to tempt you to spend money. 
That is crazy that you're saying this, Dr. Reed, because my daughter and I joke. She goes, Mom, I thought about um, these new shoes today, and they showed up when I went on Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just like think about it. And it's like, really, that is absolutely nuts. So you're so smart, Dr. Reed, and what you're saying is a little bit frightening, but important that we all hear this because our children are uniquely vulnerable to this marketing right now. And since we're all social isolating and social distancing, they're even a little more vulnerable because they're looking for something to take their eye off of whatever else it is. So as we're talking about these kinds of things, there are specific health-related marketing and advertising that that should concern parents when they're food in this obesity epidemic we've got, e-cigarettes, and we learn a lot about that on other Healthy Children podcasts and jewels, alcohol and its availability around the house even. You know, self-image is another big one, especially right now. So all of these things, what is a parent to do? How can we help our children to resist these emotional responses to all of these things that they're seeing right now when all of us are kind of anxious and on the mental health precipice. We're all kind of waiting and watching and worrying and what can we do? Well, I first want to say um, it shouldn't be your responsibility, parents. Um, This really should be a legislated uh, approach. Um, We have, there's a, a bill, a law called COPPA, which prevents targeted advertising to children under 13. But that should extend to to children uh, under 18, as it is in some countries. Uh, There should be more restrictions on the type of advertising that's available. For example, children under age seven um, really cannot differentiate reality sometimes from fantasy and they're very susceptible to influences can't analyze that this is an ad and it's trying to influence them Um, older children may be more analytical and be able to assess that this is an ad but they also tend to know that um, influencers celebrities that they like um, if they come out and they advertise a particular product that makes it more appealing and unless they've had digital literacy training and communications with their parents they may not realize that they're being influenced or be able to resist and you touched on something about the type of advertising Um, we've struggled to try to eliminate health disparities in our environment. But unfortunately, advertisers have been taking advantage of different demographics and have been targeting unhealthier foods, drinks, um, and other advertising to communities that have economic challenges or social challenges, which has led to higher rates of obesity and poorer health. So one of the things that parents can do at this point, certainly advocate with teachers to not use advertising in their media that they're using either virtually or in the classroom, Um, advocating with legislators to uh, increase stricter guidelines against advertising to children and teens, but at home is to understand and learn about the media that your children are using, understand and learn about the development levels 
of children at various ages. In other words, what will my child understand at age four? What will they understand at age 12? What will they understand at age 16? And what are the risks at each of those ages? And that's part of digital literacy, is to be able to understand advertising, how it's used, how it influences young people, and then to be able to communicate with your children, to see what media they're using, to offer supportive listening about their concerns. Tell them to come to you and talk to you and listen supportively as they talk about some of the concerns they have. This game is asking me to spend money so I can advance. And if they come to you, then that's an opportunity for you to be able to say, well, I think in this situation, um, do you see what's happening? They're trying to get you to spend money. Here are some higher quality uh, educational options that are still fun and still an opportunity for social connection that we can recommend instead. And there are resources on our American Academy of Pediatrics policy on digital uh, media advertising in children uh, that can guide you in making those choices. And again, it can also be a good idea because there are benefits as well as risks to online virtual use and the use of digital media devices. And those risks can involve some concerns, as you've mentioned, about alcohol, drugs, or other unhealthy behaviors. If you develop a good communication relationship with your children and teens, they can come to you if they see something of concern and of risk, and then you can talk it through with them, uh, offer them other resources of our, and alternatives, and then also to go ahead and help them understand that they're being manipulated and influenced for profit. And sometimes, especially for older children, that helps them resist advertising. Perfectly said, because it just happened literally yesterday in my household where my son came to me and he said, I was just approached by a credit card company online. Try And he's like playing video games and doing his homework and all these things. And they're trying to get him to use a credit card. And if you do that, you can, you know, you can buy all these other games and you can do all this. And he came and he showed it to me and I was shocked. And I was so glad that we just, as you said, had that open line of communication. And he said, they're targeting kids right my age. He's 20. And he said, they want to give us all credit cards so that we rack up bills and interest and all of that. And he totally understood. And I was so glad that he brought it up to me. And this just happened. So parents out there, what she's saying is happening. And even if you don't think that it is, or you think your kids are pretty savvy, some of this is subliminal and you just don't even realize it. So Dr. Reed, as we wrap up, I'd like you to give parents your best advice on helping their kids. I know you said it should be legislative and, and that, the, that the AAP is really trying to help this situation, you know, but give parents the best advice you can on keeping those communication, sort of helping them to identify so their kids can identify what is going on with digital marketing and our children and how easy it is for these companies to get our children to dig into their emotions and get them to do things, buy things that they wouldn't normally be able to do. 
There are resources on the AAP's HealthyChildren.org that help parents and families learn about digital literacy. So you get that savviness that you're talking about. You can analyze and know what your children are downloading and accessing, and you can help guide them. You can learn about privacy settings and the technology to enhance your privacy and you can also develop a family media use plan that helps limit um, the time. What we're trying to do with that is to go ahead and uh, not have entertainment media replace healthier activities. Um, and by using the family media use plan, you and your children and teens can work together as a family to make sure that you leave time during the day for safe social activities, physical activities, meal times, etc., and healthier online activities. There are also some resources and recommendations that the American Academy of Pediatrics has for choosing high quality apps and educational materials that have had research that back up the claims that many of these apps make. So those are some quick tips. And they are excellent tips. And thank you, Dr. Reed. As always, you are a great guest. And share this show with your friends, with your family, with your teens, so that they can hear really what the AAP is trying to do to help our families really be protected from predators in digital advertising and marketing. And it's so important that we watch out for our kids and that we teach them that tech savvy that Dr. Reed was talking about today. And we need to learn really ourselves. I know I need to learn a lot of this. So parents share this show. She gave great advice, resources, share it with your friends and family. That way we all learn from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics together. Thank you so much, Dr. Reed, for joining us today. And remember, you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are played. But we, of course, want you to listen at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole for Healthy Children and Radio MD. Stay well.